my teeth. All right. So it seems as if we needed more than three hours to be able to get this podcast across today. I got my co-host back with us now. Yeah, and, niggas is okay. back. Podbean trying to cut us off short, but we still great out here. Yo, I, I I can't even say that they're calling us short, yo. Like they 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 gave us they gave us an hour extra than normal. <laughs> I don't give a yo, fuck. Normally, I don't give a yo, fuck. Gave... You don't stop greatness. Don't stop greatness, bro. Yo, I, I'm no. I can't remember the last time I've had to do this for more than three hours, and 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 it be heated the whole entire time. <laughs> so, Shit. so so don't worry. Like th- this is the second half of the pod, right? This is the second half of the pod, and hopefully we we can start bringing it bringing it down as we get closer to midnight. Right, so so back so back to this tournament that two K had, right? Because once again, I love it. I love everything that two K does. Which I heard something that kind of break. I think it's gonna break my heart that two K may be losing the wrestling contract. Oh but shit! They gained the dump, but see, it's like. But they got NFL, like, so. Yeah, exactly. So so it's like so it's like so it's like I feel you so, win some, you lose some. Exactly. So on my two K side, right? I feel really bad. I'm like, damn, we're gonna lose the WWE money. But we're getting the NFL money. But also, I have stock in 2K. I mean, WWE, too. So I'm like, fuck. We're going to lose the 2K platform? Whose fucking platform are we going to use now? Like, we, we can't be having this go on right now. Like, you just lost out on the XFL. You use, you, you, use, you use tons of our money for that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I need to know what the fuck you have planned. Like, I need to, like, I need to sit down on the next board of, like, board of director meeting. Like, I really do. I also, I, 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 I got Kanye calling back in. What's going on, Kanye? Welcome back. <laughs> What's up, guys? Oh, like, my guy is back. My guy is back. Which one do you want to go with? Nah. Kanye or Common? Go Common. You can call me. Go Common. It's all good. You know what? I, I, you know me. I, I may get. I may. I'm. I'm. Or I may get silly, and every week I just call you a different, like, like Chicago native, like no notable Chicago. <laughs> just, just, just don't go Kanye right now. Kanye. Yeah. I, yeah. You can't. You definitely. Okay, you know, okay, okay, we're back with us. We got Common yeah. back in the house. <laughs> yeah, let's stick, let's stick with Common. Common, Twister, we can go Twister. There you yeah, go, you Twister. Go. I don't know if you talk fast now. enough for Twister. I can never call you Twister. Like, I'm more Twister than you. <laughs> <laughs> no lie, no lie. Like, but, um... So back to this little, this, this little interesting, like weird 2K tournament. So like I was saying, like I, I, I realized this thing. So, so let me start back. Here. I realized, I realized this, and and this even played to what we will talk about with the horse tournament, right? That this isn't for our demographic. That, like this really isn't for us at all. This is mm. so built for the young. Like this is them trying to get any kind of attention because th- th- there's a good, there's a good amount of us from 25 on up that will at least peek at it. Just peek in on it long enough to see if it's interesting. So they'll get some of those initial views, initial clicks to be able to get their peak numbers. But this is really for the youngsters, people that have youngins at home because they sit around and watch YouTube tutorials, watch somebody play um, play a game for, t- for two hours to try to learn how to beat it. They sit down and they watch. And you know what I mean? People people, people get, get, get millions of followers on their YouTube stream for, for video gaming or on Twitch or on, on Mixer or any one of these multiple platforms. You understand? So this really isn't this, – this was never – and I realized this because even in my own self because – when the, when things like this come on, welcome welcome dear to the to the to the podcast. When things like this come out and I and I don't like it, I kind of look internally and I start trying to figure out. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I start psychoanalyzing myself. Like why don't you like this? 
what is wrong with this? I mean, obviously, this is out for a reason. There are t- there's a ton, like, like this has a space with tons of people like this. Why don't you enjoy this? And then it starts making me breaking this down, break this down a whole lot more. And that's when I came to like, yeah, this isn't for us. This isn't for the 25 and older people at all. Like that's how deep that runs. So what I was saying is that, yeah, I look internally to start realizing why don't I like this and why isn't this really like, like kicking off of me, and. One of the things, like I said, I realized it's just outside of my demographic. I, but we, but 25 and older, you're no longer the target demographic for a lot of these companies anymore. Their target demographic is much younger than that, or is younger than that. And the young, and the, and that younger demographic, this is one of the ways that they consistently consume um, video games or consume basketball. This is why 2K is so is so popular sometimes. It's because they have. These 2K, like you understand, they are 2K influencers, people that play 2K for a living and just get people to follow and make as, as, money. Exactly, you, as these they, YouTube niggas, man. Exactly. So, so, so that's when I realized that I realized that you know what, this just that this isn't that the reason why I didn't like it so much was because this is, is this really isn't me. Like I'd rather play than watch other people's play, but this is so targeting a whole nother demographic and not for nothing. This is also a good way to do a test run. If the players would be able to run a 2K league during the offseason, once their season is over, that fans there will be able to tune into. And can they? Yes, they can. It has a space. There now, is it, right is it the there. space that we're used to? No. But this no. is the perfect time. And, and this is more than anything else. This is the perfect, like, like anybody else that, that, that I've given also talking to, that I've spoken to, I should say, um, that... If you if if you have a craft like like I love like 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 I do a bunch of different things not not just this podcast right uh, that, that I've been doing for five years but also like um I I do I do audio and and, and video productions editing um you know I mean um um play by play um ring announcing um various different various different things um camera um camera operations um of, around the city and. I take this time out also to also better myself in those categories, in, in, in those fields. You know, what I mean, learn learn different things, get better in there, practice on different things, even 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 exercise wise, work out a little bit more now. So, like this is the, this is that time everybody is going to be experimenting with shit. <laughs> you know, what I mean, NBA is no different. NBA is no different whatsoever. What's going on, Kerry? What's going on, JJ? Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Like, like there's no difference for them either. Is that this is going to be a time. That they're gonna experiment for shit because there is nothing else to go on right now. Like, what else is there? So yeah, go ahead and, and experiment. See how that runs. See if people like it. And if 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 if, if you think that it, this is something that can thrive, then guess what? In the off season or somehow during the middle of the season when you're talking about all these other breaks, because I'm pretty sure some of these things too is some of these things that, that they were talking about. You know what I mean? Is, is is one of these things has to be an idea that came off of like that mid season break during the season. You know what I mean? Like 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 I, I wouldn't put it past them. So they they, they, they try anything. So so I, like I said, I, I find it, I find um while I'm not interested in it so much, I am intrigued by it in a sense. And, and, and I guess that's what that's what keeps me there, right? Because like I said, you get Kevin Durant against Devin Jones Jr., Montrose Harrell and, and against Sabonis, Devin Booker pops in there against Michael Porter Jr., um, Donovan Donovan Mitchell go, goes up against um, Rio Huchimara. I find that funny. <laughs> Trey uh, versus Harrison Barnes, Zach Levine, um, and I should tell you who who, um, who some of these losses are too. But Zach Levine, um, Trey Young wins over Harrison Vaughn. Zach Levine wins, um, loses um, to, to DeAndre um, Aiden. 
Draymond, uh, not Draymond, but Andre Drummond beats um, DeMarcus Cousins, and Hassan Whiteside loses to Patrick Beverly. I thought Hassan Whiteside was, was a was a was a gamer. Like like all that shit he always used to post on on his on his Snapchat when he was down here with the Heat. I thought he was a gamer. How you gonna go out in the first round to somebody that only talks defense? <laughs> like I was shocked about that, and then. So what happens is that you have you have Jones Jr. against Harold. So like so basically that's the field. That, that's that's the field of players, right? But those aren't the players that really really matter, right? Right now, right? Because I mean, because right now they're not playing. So if we're gonna talk about players that aren't playing, how about we talk about the players that's actually going into the Hall of Fame? Because that is a much 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 more interesting class of players and much more interesting list of players that I'll rather talk about. Because in this. In this in this list, obviously we have coaches, we have WNBA players, we have NBA players, and we have late greats, right? And I, I didn't write his name down. I, I thought it was like Rudy Von Madovich or whatever that he's going as a head coach that he's going to get in there. But he's not, but I didn't write his name down because because be honest with you, I really don't care about about him. <laughs> Damn, that's the, fucked up. I know, I know it is. But I mean, he matters to a lot of people. But what am I gonna say about him? Like I don't got shit to say about him. So I mentioned him. There you go, he gets his honorable mention. Pretty fucked up. We have somebody that we mentioned earlier in the podcast. And we mentioned her in the Tamika tournament. Yes. We got Tamika Catchins going in to the Hall of Fame. Now, you know what got me by surprise? That Chris Bosh was, was was mentioned to be... Well, he was on the ballot to go into the Hall of Fame. I was like, he's on the ballot? Hall of Fame? Chris Bosh? That's something else for another day, right? Because we're going to talk about the people that make it. We don't, we're not going to talk about losers in this section, right? Also going into the Hall of Fame, the big ticket Kevin Durant. Woo! KD. Now... Kevin, not Kevin Durant, Kevin, Kevin Garnett. Shit, my bad. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin on, Garnett. Man. Get your shit together. So, now that we're here, right? Let's. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go around and ask you guys. So, we'll, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna ask the guest first, right? Right, uh, Mr. Shytown. What is your, what is your? And I, and I think I have two top memories about, about about from him. But what is your most memorable moment about Kevin Garnett? What do you remember about him the most? What do you take away from his career? I know there's almost like three different yeah. three different things, but go into that. Um, his well, the thing that I find more weird than anything is this beef that he has with Ray Allen, because Ray Allen left the mm. Celtics mm. and went to the fucking mm. Heat. Mm. Like I can't, I, I can't understand mm. why he's going after this man so hard. Mm. Because basically, even though he got traded out of Minnesota, he wanted to get traded. Even though he say he didn't want to get traded out of Minnesota, he wanted out of Minnesota. You know, he wasn't winning shit in Minnesota. That's, he wanted oh, to no, win no, Boston. No, no, no. He he's not hiding it anymore. All you have to do is listen to Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's podcast. All the smoke. He told them niggas how he wanted out of there. Yeah, bro. That that's, that's what I'm saying. Podcast. And 
And he hating on Ray Allen so bad because Ray Allen left them and went to the fucking heat. Like, he don't even want the man to come to his fucking Hall of Fame shit. He don't want to come to his jersey retirement. None of that shit. He has mad beef with this man because he left the Celtics. Uh, my other memory from KD, I was watching a video a couple of days ago with him and um, I believe it's J.R. Ryder when they was playing for um, Minnesota. <laughs> and they were playing the Bulls. Side town, yo. They were playing the Bulls and I guess J.R. Ryder, was it J.R. Ryder? I don't think it was yeah. J.R. Ryder. I think it was someone else. No, anyway. It was J.R. Ryder. It was J.R. Ryder. He, he was putting it on Jordan in that game. Yeah, he was and talking. I, guess he was, I heard him tell the way. KD was the one who was talking shit. He was yeah. like, bro, you got this he, man. He old. He can't do nothing. Yeah, and Jordan ran around yeah. in the fourth quarter and went off one day as. Wait, the fuck off. <laughs> but so, I, I was listening to I was listening to that video a couple of days ago. And it was a, yeah, so it was, it was uh, a funny. I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. And you know it's funny because I think I've heard this story now from all three perspectives. I think I've heard this story from Jordan's, Jr. Ryder's, and Kevin Garnett's. And it is hilarious. It, every time you, every time I hear it, that yeah, that Jr. Ryder was cooking Jordan like in the first half. And Kevin Garnett is hyped. Like, he's like, yo, get that. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, bust his ass. Yo, bust his ass. Yo, get that motherfucker. Yo, he oh, Yo, get in his ass. And, and J.R. Roddick is like, he's over here telling Kevin Garnett, like, yo, because he could see that. He see that. He's like, yo, calm down. Like, yo. So he goes to Jordan. He's like, yo, Jordan. Like, he don't know what he's talking about. He's young. Kevin Garnett goes, nah. He go, he doubles down. Not even picking up on the vibe. So he's like, nah, yo, bust his ass. That nigga's old, yo. You got this. Yo, keep cooking that nigga. Yo, keep cooking that nigga. <laughs> and Ooh, then he said, he know. Next thing you know, the next three minutes was just basically a track meet. They just felt like they was on defense. Yeah. And they blew. And it he said, went like, from they blew a like, two-point like, game to a 25-point game. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, like all of a sudden, like, it's like, like a 20-point like like, like difference. Like, and I was like, Smoke and, that and nigga. as you know, like, they, talk, they call a timeout. Right, Minnesota calls a timeout, and Kevin Garnett and Jr. Ryder is on the is on the, is on the, is on the bench huffing and puffing. <sighs> Jordan passed them, and look at him like, "Yo, you okay, young buck?" And then fucking Jr. Ryder's like, "Yo, I told you to shut the fuck up." <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. heard that story from yeah. all three perspectives within yeah. like the last like three months. That has to be one of the greatest stories out there. And, and you know what? <laughs> That's not even my Jordan, my, my, my Kevin Garnett story. But yo. I'm going to throw another one at you. Let me throw one more at you. No, go ahead. Kevin Garnett. Um, I was watching, uh, they were on, I guess, uh, Bill Simmons' podcast, him and Adam Sandler. I guess they were promoting for that movie that they just put out. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, they were, Bill Simmons was going in on Shaq because I guess, yeah, he was like, uh, Shaq could have been a much better player if he Mm -hmm. wasn't. So overweight, oh. and he didn't. Oh, he sounds like, he sounds like such a Celtics fan. That's oh, basically, he sounds like a he Celtics fan. He sounds like somebody Kevin, that fit into the narrative. Kevin Garnett uh, snapped on him. He snapped on him, and he put Bill Simmons in his should. place. As he should. He was like, as he, he was like, Phil Jackson had a plan for Shaq. 
he told Shaq that he wanted him to put on weight because he wanted him to use his size to to work against other players and shit. He was like, most people can't handle a big man like that that can put that weight on you three, four quarters in a game. He was like, it was a plan that Phil Jackson put together. He was mm. like, Shaq didn't fall off. Shaq didn't have to be in better shape in order to win more championships with Kobe. He was like, mm. that's what Phil wanted him to do. So, huh? yeah, Kevin, huh? Kevin Garnett's a real man, though, bro. No, he did. He, he definitely is. I didn't even know about that story, but I, that, that sounds like some Kevin Garnett shit that he would all like. I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to know about that story. For Bill Simmons to be popping hot shit about Shaq, man, I don't want to hear about that. But he has a I don't, I don't, he I don't even want to hear that. That what? That, I don't want to hear that story. Like... I'm glad Kevin Garnett put that motherfucker in this place. You know what? And so I want to ask you next, KJ. We're gonna, we're gonna come to you next. Um, Kevin Garnett. What do you remember most about Kevin Garnett or his career or anything else? What do you remember most about him? The finest moment that I have of KG is when he beat C-Webb and the Sacramento Kings in that game seven. Mm. And he, and in that fourth quarter, he basically took over that game. I mean, just took over. Defense and offense, like it, it was, it was pretty remarkable to watch. Like from him getting, from contesting shots, even blocking shots, just being in the area, and then you go back to the offensive end. He's getting a dunk, a layup, a mid-range shot to put them niggas in the coffin. And at that time, Sacramento was like. It was about getting back to the Lakers so they can get that playoff series again, obviously, because they felt like they was robbed, which obviously we found out later on that, yeah, probably 90% you were robbed. They wanted to get back to that, but KG wasn't having it. So, like, that's one. And then the the one that really sticks out to me is... That first year he was with the Celtics, he has that, it's not even like a dunk, it's like him throwing it in, throwing it in the rim against the Lakers in the finals. It's like he just gets and just throws it in, it's like, and then he just screams and yells with all that intensity that he had. It's just like, you know what, hey, big fella, you got it. You got it, you got it, we don't want any smoke. When he did that, I thought it was just game sealed, wrap, signed, delivered, shipped, all of it. That's the type of presence that he had on the court. If you if you came at KG, you better come with your shit. Cause if you don't, hit the door. Mm-hmm. That's why Pau Gasol hit the door. Hit the fucking door. He ate that nigga alive. That's one thing that you don't get too much out of big man anymore. Someone who could play both ends of the field. Like, he was mm-hmm. an ultimate defender. 
Absolutely. The man had a mid-range jumper. That's something Absolutely. that most big men don't even have no more. And then he could put the ball on the court and take you to the rim. And he played with nothing but sheer energy the whole time he's Absolutely. out there on the court. You, know, you got to love him. Absolutely. What you want out of your basketball player, man. Whether you whether you love him or hate him, KG is one of the you, – you can't have – best big man list of all time without Kevin Garnett on that list. If you yeah. don't, you if you don't, your basketball card should be stripped. Yeah. Like even though Tim Duncan was probably a better all Oh yeah, absolutely. Him, Ab- absolutely. KD, KD just played with more it it seems this way anyway. He played with more heart. Way like more you could hard. see it, you could see it on his sleeve, on his shoulder, mm-hmm. you know. Way more hard. Tim Duncan was yeah. like a robot. Yeah. It was a mellow guy. You didn't really see that emotion come out in him. No, he was. And, yeah, Kevin Garnett has so many different layers of greatness. And he is going to go down as one of the best, like, all-time big big man in the league. And there's so many like, Kevin Garnett stories. It's so it's so weird. Like, as, as, you, as I'm hearing you guys, like, I... I go through them and like, and I'm thinking myself, and like, and more and more of them keep popping in my head. But he's like, petty as hell for the Ray Allen thing. Petty yeah. as hell. Yeah, like, but 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 that but even that pettiness plays to his demeanor on the court, though. Like so, like it, it is it's no surprise that he is that petty. It does, but I'm, I'm sure oh, that Ray oh, Allen oh, is oh, not oh, the oh, only oh, person who left the Celtics, bro. Get oh, it. All I'm saying is, my man, the team not really trying to take care of me. Another team is trying to take care of me who happens to be that team's rival. What the fuck you want me to do? The team that I'm playing for, that I just put blood, sweat, and tears for for the last three, four years, ain't trying to take care of me the way this team's trying to take care of me. I think he just mad that Ray took that chip away from the Celtics and gave it to the Heat. That's all it is. (laughs) That's all it is. Had the Celtics won that ring, that nigga wouldn't be as mad as he is right now. He's, you know, he he sound bitter. But like I said, that's KG demeanor. I can't knock him for it. Mm-hmm. KG, like I think, I think for me, I got, I, I remember so many different weird things about KG, and I wanted to think about what would possibly be. Like like his best moment that I can still can remember about, and and I know the and you guys are talking about some of the stories that you talked about, and I think we saw the same or listened to the same um podcast that he had in the Up and Smoke one, which which was which was so like, like eye opening and and really really like don't like like peeled back a couple of layers, but um I, I forget who he played and I want to say he may have been played the Lakers, and I remember early on in his career. Just Kevin Garnett in one game, literally going from the one to the two to the three to the four to the five, guarding them like just just differently, like it was nothing. And then I saw him cross. I, I don't know if it was the Lakers or if it was Orlando. He crossed somebody up on the baseline, like ksh, ksh. and I, and I want to say it was the Lakers. I think Kobe crossed him up first, and he came back and hit him with the same move and went baseline. And I was mm. like, God, damn! And then you know he finished in his normal. In his in his normal slam and yell fashion, and that yelling that he does, I was surprised that he didn't tell the story about him yelling in his in the Up and Smoke podcast. 
because I remember hearing a story about him, about him and, and that whole yelling thing. And that was mm-hmm. that when he started off back then and he was still coming up, like he was skilled or whatever, but he was still kind of unnoticed. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody told him like, yo, when you bang it, yo, like you need to like yell or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, like bang, like show some emotion. Like maybe motherfuckers like, like, like notice you or whatever, whatever. Like, like, and he, and he pointed out somebody else that was getting noticed just for like their, their like a little bit more raw emotion. You know what I mean? Because he was still like emotion, but still holding on a little bit. You know what I mean? And he, mm. and he said like, nah, let that, let that shit go. And then when he started doing that shit, like that's when he started dunking and banging his head against the fucking like, 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 like. You know what I mean? The the fucking the. You know what I'm talking about, like like the rim post and shit like that. Like like that's when that shit started coming out in him, and that helped him get a little bit noticed. You know, um, noticed more like like in the, in the high school circuits. So, like I thought that was I thought like that was pretty cool, but like that one cross up moment that he had, like I, I I and that one game where I seen literally saw him go in go and guard every single position, probably said everything I needed to say like see about Kevin Garnett at that moment, and then. Like as much as I hated Boston, and I do hate Boston, I hate every living every ounce of them. Like I like I because because what I'm about to say about Kevin Garnett, you could never you could I I can never ever say about Paul Pierce. But I was actually happy to see Kevin Garnett win a championship. <laughs> the Paul Pierce joint killed me, bro. <laughs> I had to let people understand that. <laughs> like I'm that petty. I'm, so <laughs> no no. Here's 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 why it killed me because I'm in, I I got a group chat with about like fifteen of my homies 15, 15 of my homies that like I link up to like do football workouts with and things like that and on this day we was talking about basketball and someone came in the chat and put like list your favorite players from all thirty. Like you know, from all thirty-two NFL teams, and then oh, all no. thirty, and then all thirty NFL teams, all thirty NBA teams. Oh no! So, so like, so like when it when it came to the basketball thing, I'm like, oh no! I had no choice. Like I, I said, Paul Pierce on mine's be like, oh my god! Oh, you said that. I know I did, but I mean I was the only one. Other people did too. I, I was the first nigga. But you did me. or you didn't? I did. I did. I know. I know. I know. Trust me. He he he. As a Knicks fan, he aggravated me. But my, oh my here, he, but here here was my thing. B. Here we understand. Wait, 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 wait. What was the question? What was the question? It was list your third. List your favorite player. Okay. Of every NBA, of oh, every wow. NBA team, of every N, it was NFL at first, and then we switched it to NBA after we all did our NFL teams. So yeah, trust me, trust trust me, B. I, the like, only like, reason you you think you think you know him, right? Trust me, trust me, B. Trust me, B. The only reason, the only reason that I got hyped. During that whole thing was because I felt like I had to explain to niggas the difference between best and favorite. Because no, no, Rich, I, which, because I was listening because because I was because I was listening because I was listing guys on the in terms of the NFL side that it was like, what you mean you got him over? Da, 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 da. I'm like, nigga, 
favorite in terms of <laughs> so 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 that means this guy might have made like you know a nice 15 yard catch as the best player one of the best players of all time but this nigga who had like maybe a 3 4 year run in the league made a nice 90 something yard return and for that brief stretch in that time was the most exciting player on that team and you know what that was my favorite player so um um Shytown you going to you going to want you want to join us next week for the podcast I'll try my best to cuz next week I want to I want to do this exercise of listing my favorite player from the league because I'm curious of who your favorite player from the Indiana Pacers are. Mm. Uh, oh. Reggie Miller, bro. Exactly. That's you. I was only... talking to him. Me? Uh, oh, you are you... no one. I'm going Reggie. Who, who the fuck <laughs> am I going to pick? Who the fuck am I going to pick? Who the fuck else? I'd be petty to pick somebody else other than what? Reggie. Game recognize, game recognize, game B. What? Trust me, <laughs> I know he raped our he he raped our Knicks up the ass. He raped our Knicks up the ass, B. But see, uh, here's, uh, here's the problem, T. Uh, Y'all take uh, this uh, too those personally. Teams, exactly. Way you too you personal. You gotta recognize. You personal. gotta recognize game. Game. Like, game. Recognize I'm, game. You're I'm a Bears me, like, fan. Favorite. I'm a Bears like, fan. Like even favorite, I would go I gotta like Mark Jackson. Aaron I would go Lance Stevenson as bro. favorite. Favorite as a as a pacer. Like I like Lance Stevenson way better than I like Reggie Miller as favorite. Lance Lance Stevenson. The the, 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 the keyword here is favorite. Hey hey so who, hey. My, so who? My bear, my Bears fan. My my Bears fan. Here's the thing. Here, here here's 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 why here's why the favorites is always the safe pick. The favorites you can't debate that because that's what that person likes. Yeah, like, you like, you can't debate what somebody else likes. Yeah, that's why when I that's why when I that's when I say Reggie Miller. That's why when talent, that's why when talent come at, that's when when talent come at me sideways, I'm like, bitch, sit your ass over there because I but, said okay. favorite. But I didn't even say, when you say best. Favorite, I get you, but even, I, I, I know you didn't. Say I, don't it, I don't give it. I don't give a damn. 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 Let me let me let me come at it this way. Let me come at it this way. Why? Why, why, Explain why, to me why you pick Lance ah, Stevenson as well, your and, favorite And that's basically player. what I was going to So Pace what happens player. is that I have to think favorite. So favorite is going to be the person that brought me the most joy and the least grief. That's Lance Stevenson. He's from Brooklyn. He played on Indiana. He blew on LeBron James' ear. He had the ear guitar. He entertained me. He is my favorite and brought me the least grief. Reggie Miller so me, could never be my favorite. He brought me the who's, most grief. Who's your favorite uh, Bulls player? My favorite Bulls player is Dennis Rodman. Wow. <laughs> you understand that Dennis Rodman dominated your old Patrick Ewan, right? Charles Oakley and everybody else down there. He he dominated New York. You understand that, right? Get that yeah, nigga. Like, get that nigga. Get that nigga. Now he was you like understand that he, 
he dominated the Knicks. You do understand that, right? But he also brought me the most joy. Okay. I, I didn't get that. Joy. I didn't get that equal joy from dominating, dominating on Knicks. He gave you the most joy. No, but the rest of the stuff that in his career and life and and that time, the colorful, the dying of the hair, the personality, his tantics on the field. Do you not see that? That, 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 that don't you see? Don't you see the the, uh, the the thing again? Lance Stevenson, um, um, um Dennis Rodman. Like they're both clowns on the court. Like favorite. They brought um, me the least amount of grief and the most um, joy. I'm interested to hear who your favorite New York Nick is. Now, this is why I said I want to do this next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Too late for that yeah, now. Need time, right? You need some time. You need some time. No. No, it's okay. This is I'll why give I actually you want to come back next week. This is good. Uh, this is, uh, this is, this I already, I already got mine. I already got mine. I already okay. got mine. Hold, hold it for next week. I I I really want to hear yeah. both of them. Let's hold that yeah. for next week. This yeah. is this is gonna be a whole show next week. Oh yeah, this is going, this Trust is going me. to be a whole. I'm show I'm I'm, li- I'm literally in that group chat right now, screenshotting <laughs> what I said for the NBA and NFL, just just so I don't have to, just so I don't have to bullshit. Next time I'm, 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 I'm not gonna like, hold hey, you. We about to have I'm a not, conversation next week. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. T and my Bears fan, this shit is not as easy as you think it is. It's not. It took me some time. It took me some motherfucking time. For both. It, it took it me took, no time whatsoever. I, I always knew who my favorite Knicks fan was. Nah, my nah, favorite Knicks player no, was. no, no, no. I'm not talking about Knicks. I'm talking about, it's about all the 30. All, all 30. Oh, no. That's what this, I'm this saying. All thirty, yeah. This was like this was like this. This this would be a. Great, I'm talking like, all thirty all time. I'm talking about like, you like can chat. You can chat niggas from 1960s if you want to. Oh, the draft is gonna be on next week. Listen, it's okay. Like like I won't have anything to talk about next. I won't say I won't have anything to talk about. Like I won't talk about anything else. This will be the show next week. <laughs> like, like we could go ahead and literally next week. Because <laughs> it's gonna take a literally. whole literally. It's gonna take a whole literally. Show. There is gonna there's gonna be some what what the fuck moments is gonna be like a hey, favorite. But still, favorite. That's that's the problem. That's that's the thing. See, that's that's the thing that I wanted. That that was the thing that was pissing me off with the motherfuckers that I was talking to with this shit last week. Motherfuckers was coming at me and shit, or or we was coming. I'm like, yo, at this end of the day, favorites. There's a difference so, between favorites and best. We no, no. like don't don't make me have to explain the difference between favorite and best. And, and and if somebody asks you to explain yourself, like when we go in this list, we go like, hey, like hey, explain yourself. Straight we'll, we'll, up, we force it. Explain, like we'll 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 hit that off. We'll we'll hit that off. But let's not take too much time to talk about our favorite basketball players because there are some favorite basketball players of all time. We were still talking about Kevin Garnett, and. Like I said, I have that one game that I told you where he had that crossover, and then obviously the second moment that that obviously sticks in my head for Kevin Garnett, right? This is the, and this is before I heard the podcast because there's a lot of things that have influenced me for the podcast. I had to think before that was mm. definitely anything's possible. Like once again, I can't say this about any other Celtic player really on that team. Maybe Ray Allen, but 
I mean, Kevin I did not. Like, I, I, was, Kevin, I, was, Kevin, I was really happy to see him win a championship based off how, what, what he's done through his whole entire career and, and, and the work he's put in and knowing that he was still like, like dealing with, with like injuries that he was muscling through. Like, like he really left everything out on that, on that court every single time. And we knew it. Oh, like, I, w- I was happy for him. All, all I'm saying is, yeah. you know, Paul, as much as it Paul Pierce did the same man. thing, bro. Yeah. That, that, you know what I'm saying? That nigga Paul Pierce be like just. As much as you so, hate also, him, the man played his heart out, man. He put everything. Yeah. But, you know he's not, but he's not going into the Hall of Fame. We're not talking about him right now. He's, he's not in this Game. Hall of Fame class. That's the reason why we're talking about Kevin Garnett. Because he is going into the Hall of Fame. That other guy, we're not talking about him right now. You know who else is going to the Hall of Fame? It's not Paul Pierce, but it's somebody that has five rings. Kobe! He he is known as the other, one of the other best big men in the league. And that is... Tim Duncan! Tim Duncan Duncan is making it into the Hall of Fame. And the same thing I asked about Kevin Garnett. I'll ask you about... Tim I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I can't wait for next week's show. I can't wait for next week's show. Are, are, are we doing favors for NFL and NBA? I. Because if we do favors for NFL too, oh, I can't wait. Well, you know I can't what? wait. To, I can't wait to drop my like, favors for I, NFL. I feel like I we have to because that's nice because it's gonna be the NFL wait. draft. We're gonna have to. I, Oh, I can't wait. We're gonna have to. I can't wait. Because when I drop this favorite list for NFL, y'all niggas gonna be like, ah, ah. But I'm like, bitch, favorites. Favorites. Because okay. no. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. When I drop Kansas City, when I drop my favorite for Kansas City, y'all niggas gonna be hot. Y'all gonna be Listen, hot. And then okay. I'm gonna be like, bitch, We're not gonna it's argue my with favorites. You. We're not gonna argue with you. We're gonna act. We're gonna say one simple phrase. Explain yourself. Why? Explain. <laughs> oh, oh, b- nigga. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I will have. I will have. I will have. I will have two and a half seasons worth of why I need to explain myself for Kansas City. I don't even need to explain myself. All I have to do is say search da 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 highlights on YouTube. Once I say that, and you no, see the work, you. you'll 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 say, damn. That nigga was nice for at least that stretch right there. I, I and and I listen. I get you. All we'll ask you is bring, explain yourself because we're gonna be, we're gonna want you to peel back like the curtain and, and, and let us into your yeah. psyche while this person is your favorite. Not arguing with you, but just wanting to understand why. Like like, like, like to, to, to let the people understand, and and, that, and that's all I'm saying there. Which is not something Straight that up. Tim Duncan did all the time. Tim Duncan never really peeled back that curtain for a lot of us. I'm going to let my Bears fan know right now. My favorite Chicago Bears player, Devin Hester. Okay. So, 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 we'll get, okay. Shit. So I, I, I guess you're excited Shit. to want to, listen, Shit. I get it. You're excited to want to get this information out there. We have a whole show to talk about this next week. How about we try to finish up this one? It's, it's a whole new day. It's a whole new day. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I hear all the noise in the background. I already know. That ruffled some feathers. That ruffled some feathers right there. Uh, but I, Devin but, Hester? You know who never rustled some feathers? Tim Duncan. And Tim Duncan, <laughs> I would like to know. <laughs> uh, because Kevin Garnett. Ah! Has- <laughs> 
<laughs> Kevin Garnett also has a story about him attempting to ruffle um, Tim Duncan's um, feathers. And he said that he tried to talk shit to him. And Tim Tilly Duncan has never responded. But, Tim, but when he did talk shit, he talked shit like Kawhi Leonard. Where he was like, uh-uh, almost. Good job. That was close too soon <laughs> you know what i mean so mm-hmm. it, was, it was shit like, it was it was shit like that which i found very interesting to find out that tim duncan even talked shit on that kind of level but even but even so explained it, it made sense 100 for tim duncan like mm-hmm. so the one thing that i that i hold memorable to tim duncan isn't so much something i even remember him doing it's something i heard about him doing from somebody else right? going into his hall of fame class because that was oh, Tim Duncan's personality. <laughs> you have what do you have remembered now about about uh, about Tim Duncan Chitel? That's the thing. Tim Duncan was always such a melatonin player that I can't really pick anything out of his career that I can say that um, other than him being an island boy. Mm, yes, he definitely was. Yeah. Oh. I'll be in Ireland. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> and what about you, KJ? What do you what, what what do you have about 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 Tim Duncan that you remember or stands out? Man, when it came to Timmy D, all I know is when everything was on the line, he was coming to play. He was coming to play. the the on, The only time that I can recall Timmy D not coming through when everything was on the line in terms of just it's not even more so of his fault. It's just that person was just on another level. Was Dirk 2006 Western Conference semifinals in San Antonio? That was it. Other than that, I can't recall a time that somebody got the best of Timmy in terms of Timmy at full strength in his prime is doing him in. Like, nah. Yeah. Like, and you know what? Go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, finish. 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 No, I, I didn't have anything else to say after that. Oh, okay. Perfect. Oh, so and Tim, basically, Tim Duncan follows the theme that I've been saying about this whole entire podcast. That that we've been we've been like this whole entire podcast has been a realization that this is a businessman, and. Tim Duncan was all about business, man. <laughs> and, that, and, that, and, that's, and that's really what it was. <laughs> like, oh my god, he he was he went out and he was about his business. He didn't like nothing off the court, nothing right. on the court. Just went out and did his thing. Allowed the allowed this coach to coach him, which allowed everybody else on his coach. Because you even heard Stephen Jackson like, "Yo, if he's barking on Timmy like this, well, like, what the fuck am I supposed to say?" When he barks at me, I can't say shit. Like Tim then took Tim stripped that away from us. But if Tim balks on him, then all of us can balk on him. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was like so like it it was it was it was it was it's it, Tim Duncan is funny, like I said, his biggest memories that I have of him isn't really memories of him, more so than him just being strictly business and, and, and going about his shit. But it's really about stories that other people are able to tell about him. I'm gonna be really right. interested to see his Hall of Fame, his Hall of Fame speech. Really, really Me interesting too. to see his Hall of Fame speech. Definitely. And then Definitely. we go from the one-time champ to, um, to the um, to the five-time champ. How many championships did 
What's going on, Sinister Breed? How you doing? Welcome to the pod. Haven't seen you around in a while. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, should I even see everybody pop up in here? Sinister, Quad, Poetic, Ace, Dragon, Alex, Igna. Welcome to the pod. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shoot. Mad love, baby. Mad love. Mad love. How y'all living? So KJ, my co-host, I just want to let you know that like 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 a lot of this is is, is my Podbean fan. Like I told you, like I've I've been heavy in the Podbean community. So like Sinister Breed is is, is one of them. Poe, Ace, that's another that's hey, another one. Hey, Alex, hey, like Dragon, like like I said, like your troll your troll from earlier. Even that that one, I was one of those. <laughs> We're not gonna go listen, back down that. <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just showing love regardless, babe. Like yeah, so like yeah, so like it's I, I, all yeah, like, love at the end of the day. I don't care if you trolling or not. I'm just showing love. It's all love. Yeah. So if you've seen the if you've seen the comments, it's a Podbean family that that, that has started. They're like we're, we're in and out of a bunch of each other's podcasts all the time. So so remember, if you're listening, always feel free to drop information about your Kobe Podbean Brian. <laughs> What's going on, Quad? Always feel free to drop your information about your podcast if you if you would like to in the comments. Never hesitate about that at all. What's going on, Lumpy Sports? Now, what I can't remember, as, as I'm talking about everybody's championships, right? How many championships did the Tamika Catchings have? I forget, and, and I don't know why that's not. Tamika Catchings, I, I think she had two or three, two or three, one or the two, probably two we, more than likely, because I don't, I don't recall her winning that much. If she won three, she would have got talked about a whole lot more, because I know, I know Diana got three for sure. Hmm. And you know, like I said, I'll find a way to get that information up possibly before then. But that's not even information that that that, that goes. Like I said, because they're all nice, but the, the highlight of what's going to be this draft. All I know is Diana. All I know is Diana is a female Kobe. So where else? Oh, hmm. Now I'm actually, but I'm trying to figure out how many Tamika Catchings has more than anything else. I couldn't remember how many she has. Um, my but, phone right now, I could but this is one of those. But this is one of those. This is one of those interesting draft classes where you have champions everywhere because you don't always have that, right? You you don't always have because I mean because you have the Patrick Ewans of the world, you have Carl Malone's, you have the, you have you have the you have the the round mound, the rebounds, Charles Barkley. You know what I mean? So you have guys like that. She only like has one. Off. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. She only has one championship. Oh, oh really? Who has, has one championship? Tamika? Oh, damn. Yeah. Damn. She was the MVP <clears throat> of that, though. The finals MVP. I thought she had two. So, so, so this is one of those. This is one of those panels that's going to have a lot of champions that that, that are going to be on it. Like I said, sometimes you have panels that doesn't have champions because you have you have players that put up great Hall of Fame careers, and they, sometimes yeah. they they just they just get they just get stopped. And and stonewalled by one great player that has just I mean, consistently here, winning championship here, championship here, championship. Here's, here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a New Yorker through and through, quad. So I, uh, everything I do, I do New York. Just to let you know. So so so, my, so this is this is Mighty Sports podcast. I'm 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 the host of the show. I'm, I'm you know what I mean like 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 yeah. Everything I do, I do New York. So every single team that I have is a New York team. It doesn't matter how good or well or bad they do or what they do. I even root for the New York soccer team. I even watch them play the Red Bulls. I think they are. <laughs> and answers my question for me. But anyway, here here's what it comes down to. In terms of just like you know, like winning and whatnot, I feel like damn, I forgot what I was gonna say. Go <laughs> it's, it's okay. What you, 
continue what you were saying. And may pop it back up. Yeah. So. So what happens is that this is a panel full of full of winners, full full of champions more than anything else. And I was saying that you don't always get that, you don't always get that on your panel. And so you have everybody from WNBA champions like Tamika Catchins to one-time champions like Kevin Garnett and even five-time champions like like Kevin like like Tim Duncan, right? But was who's gonna be the person that that's gonna highlight this more than anything else? Uh, and we already know it. it's going to be Kobe Bean Bryant. And and who's also a five time champion? Who's the only other person that um, that, that really belongs? Like when you, when you when you put Tim Duncan, and you really have to put I Kobe because people even forget, and even I forget sometimes of how long that their their careers have been tied together. It, it goes all the way back to them doing a sprite a sprite commercial that you even forget that Tim Duncan was even in at times because Tim Duncan is at that brick wall of a dude. <laughs> but Kobe Bryant is gonna go into the Hall of Fame and. Yes, we are, and and it's gonna be sad. Holy shit! Like I feel like, as much as I told you, like I'm gonna want to watch. Like I'm, I'm gonna want to watch all of. It. I want to see what Kevin Garnett says because you know he's going to give you all of that raw emotion. I'm gonna see what kind of witty humor Tim Duncan has, but the emotion that's gonna come from Kobe Bryant's Listen. portion of it, I am gonna cry Listen. all over again. Like, I, I, like there won't be whatever, a dry eye. Whatever wifey says, I, I might, I, I literally might change the channel of you. Cause that that right there, I didn't cry over anything else. I was close, but when wifey comes up during the Hall of Fame talk, cause I, I can't imagine anybody else speaking during his Hall of Fame thing other than Vanessa. When Vanessa comes up during his Hall of Fame talk, or well, maybe Shaq. Ah uh, no, no, not over wifey, not over wifey. Not over wifey. Maybe, maybe, maybe he's just up on the stage with wifey, but I, I can't, I can't imagine him speaking over Vanessa. Like nah. But and he, and even think, if it, and even if Shaq was to speak, we've already seen example that Shaq would break down because when. The, the 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 first couple of times when TNT was doing a little pregame. Yeah, but what? imagine wifey. How the hell? It ain't even been a year yet, bro. It ain't even been a couple of months yet, and she's all supposed the, to stand up there and give us news about her husband. All I know is I if it's know. E, all I know is if it's either one, I'm, for one, they're e, whether it's Shaq or it's Vanessa, they're gonna be a wreck. And then me sitting home, Kobe being my favorite player, my favorite player of NBA, I, I'm not going to be able to take it. I might, I literally might change the channel during the speech because I can't take it. That's how it's, it's going to be a different. So, and, and it's so many, it's so, so many. So again, I'm going to let my go, I'm going to let my. I'm gonna let my guest. I'm gonna let the guest have the floor first on this one. Again, I'm actually gonna let you go last, okay, KJ, since you was your favorite player. Mm. Um, what was your memory? What do you remember most about Kobe? God damn, could be a tough one. Bro, Shit, there's so much you remember about Kobe. Kobe was a beast. Like the same shit you say about KD, the intensity, the hard. Everything he left on the court, you know what I'm saying? Kobe 
all the stories you hear about him in the media about how rough he is on his teammates and everybody else. Like Kobe's one of the goats, bro. What 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 can you say about? Him? I know I just recently heard a story about um, one of your boys. Uh, what's his name? Shumpert. Mm-hmm. I guess he was having a beast of a game against Kobe, and Kobe comes up in the fourth quarter and he says, "Had a hell of a game, young man. That, that that's a real tough game." And, Sharp, it's like there's, there's still 12 minutes left in the game. What are you talking about? Oh, I heard this story too. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kobe just ripped off like 18 points on the fourth quarter one or something like that. And Kobe's done yeah. that throughout his career. Every, he had to what, the 81-point game or the 83-point yeah. game against the Suns, whoever that was. He had... When he dogged Jordan, when Jordan was with the Wizards, Jordan was talking mad shit to Kobe during that game, and Kobe put up like 50 on his old ass. It's, it's Kobe, bro. What the fuck? Ah, oh, facts. And, and to that story about Shumpert, um, that was when he was with the Knicks. And I heard, I did hear this story as well, I believe. And yeah, he said, like, he was, you know, because you know, Shumpert. If you don't know who Amon Shumpert is, Shumpert obviously he he has a badass wife that was in that um Kanye video, um fade. But um he, he he's Mr. Nick's tape or whatever, and he's a defensive guy more than anything else. And he's not that's what he's supposed to, and that's what he's known for. And he was having was supposed to be, I guess, a really good good defensive game against Kobe. He had a couple of steals, you know. What I mean, I think maybe a few deflections. I don't know if he said he had a block, but I think he said that Kobe only had like four points or some something very low like that, like or maybe only like eight points, like coming into like the fourth quarter, right? But it was still only like, the, but it was still just the end of the third. And he said Kobe comes up there and was like, "Yo, good game, <laughs> like you had a good, you had a really good game." And he's like, and look at him, was like, "Yo, what?" Like, yo, there's still a whole quarter. This is my first time I had a good, like, I had a good game. You're like, what? And then just, just skull drags him for a whole quarter. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that one too. Like, damn, I've been consuming a lot of, a lot of shit. Like, but, but I, but I do like hearing a lot of these stories, um, coming from these players lately. Like, I really do it. Like, like, as soon as I like, like the, like the Up and Smoke podcast, like, not to, not to keep plugging them, but, I, especially when they're not giving me anything back for it, but it's, but they do have to get a lot of good stories from 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 a lot of players. You're able to really get behind the scenes on them. And um, the thing is, Kobe was like the one player that remind me more of Michael than any other player. They had he had like that same fadeaway, like Michael will back you down. He'll do like that little rock where he's feeling you on his back, and he'll turn around and hit that fadeaway jump on you like it wasn't nothing. Kobe, Kobe was the only other player. I, like, everybody gives LeBron so much props. But the thing about LeBron is, bro, look at your size. Look at your athletic, you know what I'm saying? As athletic as he is, you know, you should be able to do those things. Players like Kobe and Jordan, they were just like, an average looking NBA player, but they they just elevated their game so much higher than everybody else, bro. It's it's amazing. Kobe, yeah, Kobe, I yes, yeah, say Kobe. I think Kobe, maybe out of all of them, is the toughest one to try to figure out. Like, what is that? 
moment that made me remember Kobe. Like, cause that's really what it was. Like, that's that's really what I'm trying. What what really is trying. What, what I try to get back to. Like, what was the moment? It's like it's like what was that movie? Um, Love and Basketball. When she kept asking everybody, what was that moment? What made you fall in love with hip-hop? Like, what was that moment that made me fall in love with this player? That wasn't love in basketball. That was brown sugar. There we go. There we go. There we go. I was watching all of them at the same time getting pussy. That's all I remember. <laughs> like, 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 like they, they were all in rotation, and they were all doing the same job. <laughs> like, I, I probably watched those two movies probably like 80 times in one year. But listen, they had a great success rate. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and the soundtrack was pretty dope, too. Um, no, that, that most definitely that was that that most that that's what's going on in my head right now. That most deaf song. Okay, so back back to back to this. Yeah, so it's really hard for me to pinpoint. Oh, it's so hard because, like I said, for him it really is like when I think like so with Kevin Garnett, where, where I'm like, yo, what, what was the first moment that made me fall in love with him? Kevin Garnett it was easy. I told you it was that crossover, and I remember it. And then the very last moment was. What was, was like his winning a championship? It's almost like bookend moment to his career. Tim Duncan, it's really not one moment. It's just him. Like he was just like a statue, but like in a good way. He was a figure. You know what I mean? Consistently, he was always that figure. Consistent figure. That statue that was always there, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Kobe was just. He was basketball. Because when I see him, when I try to picture, like, I get a montage of his whole entire career. And it's, it's weird so to try to piece together a moment. It's it's really like a weird montage that goes from reverse dunk in the game to slam dunk contest to bite in your jersey to mamba out. <laughs> like, 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 those are the four moments that I, that, that pop out. Like when 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 I get this this Kobe montage in, in in my head, and then but the whole entire time it's just always fully embracing what basketball was. Like they didn't care about this about about being surly about you know about about some of the little ancillary shit. Like like outworking people at 17, 18 years old, not realizing that you're outworking people, just thinking that this is this is how people worked, you know, kind of kind of thing. And like, yeah, it's just like. Like even the games when when you when you didn't want him to like, like he's one of those people that the games when I didn't want him to win he still captivated me. You know what I mean? Like and 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 that, and that was that was it more than anything else. Like I wanted him to separate from Shaq because I wanted to see not because I didn't want I wanted to see him fail. I wanted to see him win a championship without Shaq. Like I wanted him to prove those people wrong. Like I wanted to see and he took those challenges like it was nothing. Like like okay let's go. Which, which is what lacks now sometimes is, uh, is the people that take on that challenge and then the people that take on that challenge at the same shooting guard position, well, they happen to fill this city. <laughs> and they fill all their cities. But KJ, he was your favorite player. And even even Court, I see him mention that he's the reason why you became a Lakers fan. But why, what do you, what do you, what was the moment about that, that stood out most about Kobe? What made you a, a Kobe fan? Like what was I mean, it about Kobe? I mean, I'm not a Lakers fan. Obviously, I'm I've been a suffering Knicks fan for God knows how long. But 
in terms of Kobe, what gravitated me towards Kobe, like I was already gravitated to him when he dropped eighty one and the all the other fifty, sixty games, sixty point games that he did and whatnot. But what took me over the top was I remember watching the 2008-2009 season when obviously everyone was like Kobe Braun finals. So I'm watching those conference finals deep, heavy, 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 heavy. And the game that stuck out to me was when the Lakers go to Denver for game three. It's 1-1. And it's like, you know, from there, this shit could go any way. Anyway. And the Lakers went in the fourth quarter down, I think, eight points. I think it was 79-71. to 71. And Kobe just turned up. Turned up. And the moment that, like, really, like, solidified it for me was when... I think the Lakers were down two with like a little over a minute left. And Kobe's got the rock on the left wing. He gets it back. The play, the they, they had a play ran. They had a play set and it was broken. They get it back to Kobe. Kobe just like casually dribbles with his left, you know, just casually. JR's guarding him and then all of a sudden just pulls up from three in the clutch. Net, net in the clutch. With like I said, just over a minute left, they're down two. So obviously he makes that three. They take the lead. You know what I'm saying? And then he's got that. He's got that grit on his face, just like grinning, just like like type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you serious? Like I'm Kobe. It's what I do. He had that look, and I remember Mike Breen saying, look at the determination on his face. I'm just like, yo, for that nigga to do that in that moment, at that time, in that place, you got it. You got it. You was already my guy before, but you did that, it already went to, like, higher levels, like. Yeah, so that, that's, that, that was the moment right there for me that was just like, it's it. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. And that's, and that's, that's, that's Kobe. Like, like I said, there's so many, like, even as you're talking, I'm like, yo, there's so many different things that I keep popping in my head now. I'm like, yo, the all-star games that he took serious more than anybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like little, little things like yeah. that. Like, like the, 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 the the, the stretch of minutes that he played before he blew his Achilles out. Like, that pops in my Man. head. Yeah. You know I mean, when he was damn near playing the whole entire entire game. Those, those Like I said, those stretch of, of, of 40 and 50 points. I'm like, yo, so many. And then also, not for nothing, too. Also, the missed three-pointers. That, mm. helped, that, that, helped, that, helped, that helped galvanize mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we all know which ones I'm talking about. <laughs> if you're yeah. a Kobe fan. We all know which, 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 which three-pointers I'm talking about. Those air balls in Utah early in the career. Those just are disgusting. We're going to move on from... uh, Because 
we're still going to talk Hall of Fame. But 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 like I said, when we get into Kobe, because because of what happened, we it, Kobe makes this topic so heavy. But we have to lighten this up a little bit. We have to lighten this up, and, I, and I'm talking about like lightening it up, like 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 body slammed kind of lightening up. And what better way to lighten it up, but still talk Hall of Fame, is to talk about. The WWE's Hall of Fame that is coming up as well because oh, they have God. Hall of Fame too, right? <laughs> and they and they are, and they are definitely also putting out a Hall of Fame class, <laughs> right? And and I know some of you guys are gonna listen. And I know somebody, some of you watched has watched wrestling at some point in time. So some of these guys are gonna be like, "Oh my God, he's going to the Hall of Fame!" Yes, and they'll be like, "Wait, what the fuck? I have no clue who these guys are." But the Hall of See, this is the great thing about Hall of Fame because it usually has to do with the greats of the greats. And these are some people that I think everybody should know. They have one of the greatest foreign wrestlers of all time, right? The master of the power slam, Davey Boy Smith, the British Bulldog, going into the Hall of Fame. Wow. Oh, what is it? No. Yes. Which I find odd because I could have sworn he died already. <laughs> 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 like he should have been with it to the Hall of Fame if that was the case. Like he been passed. Like, but whatever. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to judge. We have Damn. what? Well, yeah, to drop the end van on him. Well, listen. Well, if we're moving on to the next one, I mean, David Boy Smith. We already, we already kind of know his. I mean, career. Unless you don't like, like, like multiple time like intercontinental champion. Like, like one of the greatest like international like like wrestlers of all time. Part of the Hart Foundation. Um, he was a brother in law with um with um with with Bret the Hitman Hart. His daughter happens to be. Well, no, sorry. His 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 goddaughter is 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 Natalie um Nightheart that's in wrestling right now because her dad was was Jim the Anvil Nightheart. So yeah, so I mean, you know how wrestling is all connected. <clears throat> but like I said, we're done with him. We also have crazy. one half of the accolades, if you guys remember him. Also multiple time champion between um, between being United States champion, intercontinental champion, heavyweight champion, world ha- world uh, world champion. He used to come down in a big ass limo with horns on it as well. And before he did that, he used to be busting people's head through windows and drinking beers in the back. You may you may know him by different names, but there's one name that he is universally known, and that is John Bradshaw Layfield J B L. Yeah, he's gonna get into the into the Hall of Fame now. Somebody else make it into the Wrestling Hall of Fame. He is more notably known for his roles in the Guardians of the Galaxy. But when he before he became an actor, he was known as the Animal Batista. Woo! Yes, 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 yes. As you know, Batista has been in multiple factions throughout his his um his his WWE career. He um he has been definitely definitely a heavyweight champion, intercontinental champion, all of the above. Different that nigga follows me on Twitter. Oh, nice. He I'm was lit. in a faction with um with 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 Ric Flair and Randy Orton. So whenever that faction goes into Rick the Hall Flair of Fame, woo on the bitch. Yep. So whenever that faction, which I think was called Legacy, no, they weren't called Legacy. They were called something else. I can't remember their their, their faction's name right now. But whenever that faction goes into the Hall of Fame, that means that's going to be another um, Hall of Fame ring for Batista. So he will have two, and that means that's another Hall of Fame for Ric Flair. 
and I think Griffin's gonna have like four at that point. Oh. <laughs> it really is crazy that how many Hall Rick of Fame. Flair feasting off that nigga Batista. Yeah. So it's it's really crazy how many Hall of Fame like rings that Ric Flair has, or, or he's gonna have by the time his straight up get him all of his rings before he passes. But talking about groups, because Batista was in a was in a was in a iconic group, but there are some definitely iconic groups that that have that have gone through wrestling, and there is no bigger. And I should say there there may be one or two of a bigger, but during the Attitude Era, there wasn't any more significant faction other than. The NWO, the New World Order. So, folks, none at all. I to- Listen, what? What happened? Oh, no, we'll be the fact. None yes. at all. So, we have Mr. Mr. The, the Misters of Too Sweet themselves, Scott Hall and Kevin. Nash, they are also going to be joined by the by somebody that used to be known as the One Two Three Kid until he changed his name to Six Pac to eventually go to NWA and change his name to X Pac. Yes, folks, he is also going into the Hall of Fame, folks. And the other individual going into the Hall of Fame, folks, is is oh man, this is going to be a lot different than what you remember. That's because the person that you remember told you to eat your vitamins he told you to say your prayers he told you to exercise and he told you to listen to your parents and do all that other good stuff and be good boys and girls and he told you to, to respect them and go over hulkamaniac but when he went into the nwos when he finally did his heel change and it was the biggest pop in heel change history mm. and he changed in all of the orange and yellow for silver and black we are talking about doesn't matter if you know him as Hollywood or if you know him as Immortal. You 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 rooted for him either way. He is Hulk Hogan. And he's gonna go after his second Hall of Fame ring. Yes, folks. That is the WWE. And also, there are other people in there. Like, 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 I think that I like there's there's some bras that are like a set of twins, but they're garbage wrestlers. I have no clue why they're, why they're even in there. It could be because of what they did with like Total Divas, but they're garbage wrestlers. So we're not going to give them too much love here. But you guys know that I love the ladies. Like, I like, really, really do. Like, normally, I, 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 I would give you guys, uh, like, you know. Okay. So I, the I just got to point something out before you get on to the next topic. Uh-huh. Um, I remember early in the podcast, you was giving the NASCAR racer shit for dropping the N-word. Uh-huh. But I hear you over here glorifying your man, Mr. Hulk Hogan, who also dropped the N-word. What's up with that double standard? I don't remember the Hulk Hogan incident. You remember when yeah, he told his is. daughter, if she gonna fuck a nigga, he might as well be a rich nigga? You don't remember that shit? No, not at all, actually. Ah, damn, T. Oh, then, you know what? Then Would listen, you want to get on the NASCAR, man? Well, well, listen, if that's, if that's the case, then Hulk Hogan is no, is, is, is no longer the immortal that we know him as. If that's the case, then Hulk Hogan goes down with the rest of them as the... Cannot play with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. 
I want to put him in a bathtub. Cause he's a piece of food. Yeah, we can throw him in a bathtub with the rest of them. I got no problem doing that. I'll, dro I'll drop him in a minute. Uh, I didn't know that though. I seriously, I seriously, I seriously didn't know that. Like I, I like I know I, I I listen like I know I know that he like he was controlling of his daughter. I didn't know that he had went. Through, I didn't know he fucking did that fucking whole David Stern shit. Not David Stern. No, I'm talking about the Clippers former co um, owner. So there's also so I'll give them their I'll give them their 45 seconds of of Nitro. There's also the Bella Twins that's also gonna make it to the into the WWE Hall of Fame. The, the that's Nikki and. Whatever her her sister's name Bella um, is, they, they're probably more, more known for their work on Total Divas and how they and and through that platform of how they helped shine a light on that whole women's division. Other than that, as wrestlers, they were they were trash, like complete trash, garbage. But my thing is, is wrestling really a sport? But okay, so you have to think of it as an art then at this point in time, and it is a sport, sports entertainment. Because uh, you you can't deny the injuries and what you have to put your body through, and the fact that they that they have that they have also just to, like they they just don't they just not getting researched enough or they're not talking about it because I'm pretty sure they probably don't want to shine a lot on this. But I'm pretty sure the reason why Eddie Guerrero is over there committing suicide and you have guys like Chris Benoit killing this whole entire family is because they suffer from CTE as well. Like so 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 they put their body through just as much as shit. Like it's, it's that constant pounding and banging on, I'm banging on on the mat and the constant yeah, slams and the, the constant headshot. Yeah, but the outcome of the match is predetermined before it starts. But it's called but, but it's called sports entertainment. That's and that's and that's and that's what it's considered. But it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that, that that any regular old joke can still go out there and put on and put on a great physical contest that you see or or, or, the, or the kind of competition that they have to. You still have to be a you have to be a physical specimen or at least some kind of an athlete. Yeah, like, but like, an like, acrobat, you know I mean? like, an acrobat can do physically stuff that the average Joe can't do. But he's still in a circus. It's not a sport. Yeah, but you still still can't do what he can do. So that's still what makes what he does as unique, and it's still considered entertainment. And this is and that's like what you said, the acrobat. That's entertainment. This is sports entertainment. And that's all. And that's and that's all that is. <laughs> and that's all this. And 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 what and what it is, like I said, it becomes an art. So when I say that somebody is garbage, it's because they miss their cues. They they like they they like, like you know basically, you know you know a good like if, like any other performance when you're watching it. You know a good performance when you're watching it, and you know when somebody hasn't practiced enough to be able to put on a, a good performance. And and that's constantly what what what, what I saw with them is that they consistently missed all of their cues, missed their markers, um um missed you know different um different positions and things in ring to, to help to help matches run smoothly. And yet yet really because sometimes like I said, and and it happens on the men's side as well, but um very much so where sometimes wrestlers get pushed over just because of their looks and they were one of the two that, that definitely got that benefited from getting getting consistent pushes because of their looks but they also found other ways to help market themselves which, which also helped benefit them a lot as well and kept them around for about I think like about like six more years past when they really wanted to initially get rid of them because they got rid of them initially and they ended up bringing them back it, it, it just like just from a marketing standpoint it just ended up working but talent wise they hated them but now they're gonna go into the Hall of Fame just out of respect, and also they were sleeping with two of the biggest stars in the, in in the game at the time, which is John Cena and Daniel Bryan. So there you go, the Bella Twins. Everything you need to know about their Hall of Fame career, and which I, so now that was so that was that was to talk about like combat sports, right? Since you don't want to talk about obviously the combat sports that has a little bit more uh, has has a little bit more choreograph 
uniqueness to it. Let's talk about the one that doesn't have any choreograph to it, right? Because WWE, I mean, more than anything else, was actually able to do something that a lot of a lot of other sports weren't able to do, and that was be considered an essential business, which unfortunately couldn't happen for UFC, as the UFC was supposed to have. Uh, um, an event that, that was supposed to go on, I think, even this past weekend or the weekend or this weekend coming up, and they weren't able to have this event anymore because, well, they were trying everything in the world, and at the last minute, or eventually, ESPN and Disney came out and 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 pulled the whole plug. And was like, listen, we're not, like, we don't think that it's in the best interest for you guys to do this because, initially, Dana White said he was going to go ahead and procure a whole entire island, which I thought was gangster. Right, there's so many different things that you can do, do with a whole entire island. Not only put on your own shows, but obviously um, navigate around in, um, international laws because you because you'll be in foreign waters. Um, but also put a theme park on that bitch and make a UFC theme park or different other things to help bring in revenue to help make money you know, continuously make money for that thing. And then, like I said, move your whole entire UFC show out of there, move out of get the thing, um, get your training facility out of Vegas, put that shit there, and really you know build um build up you know housing you know housing complexes for your players and everything else, and can really do some things you know some some very interesting things in that space. But unfortunately. Even with all of that, he couldn't get it passed to be considered something that's key essential to have a UFC event. Because also, he was going to go through a lot of loopholes. Because I don't know if you guys heard. Did you guys hear of what was going to be the alternative if he wasn't going to be able to get that island? And did you hear what he technically, which ultimately he wasn't going to be able to get the island in time? So did you know what was going to be, how he was going to put this event on? He was going to go to a Indian casino somewhere in California because they're not, they don't have to abide by the federal mandate for quarantine and everything else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. He was going to go to a, to an Indian reservation and try to put on his event there, which basically, like, which sounds all fine and dandy, but the reason why he was going to buy an island was hopefully he was buying a remote island. Right, <laughs> you like. Hopefully, he wasn't gonna go infect some indigenous people. You know, no, but that's, that's what he said. It was gonna be a private, remote yeah. island. That's what it was supposed so, to be. Yeah. So, if this is your thought pattern, then to even think that you're gonna do this on an Indian reservation is a reckless thought because now you're bringing whatever whatever additional disease that you're gonna be bringing into them, and there's no different than than, than invading their territory the first time that we did that shit, and yeah, the they already. Hops. Yeah, and they already are, are in a position where if, if if I hear everything that I hear correctly about most Indian reservations, that not only is like different like different things of like violence and like and like drug alcohol, like drug and abuse like very high there, but also like 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 the, like the different levels of health healthcare and aid and education is low there. So so why would you want to like bring in, in introducing something like this into an Indian reservation could literally wipe them out. So like yeah, I just thought that was reckless. To, like period. Was Dana White was doing whatever he can to keep making the billions of dollars that he makes every year. He says he's doing it to give normalcy to to people that's going through this um, COVID, nope, that wasn't whatever nineteen. Exactly. It's, no, it's just about lying in his pockets, bro. Is what it's always about. But the thing is, like. More importantly, that's fucking Khabib Tony Ferguson fight, which is probably going to be one of the best UFC fights ever, if not top five or ten. It gets put off for the fifth time. 
I know. They've tried to That's make crazy. this fight five times before, and they and still time, haven't been able to get it done. I know, and this time it's so crazy because it's, it's, it's really because of the, of the of the whole thing why the whole country is shut down. But still, I mean, the whole world is shut down. But still, a fifth time, like Russia shut down, and he couldn't even leave the country. So I think like, they should <laughs> never put this fight on, bro. As much as I want to see it, this fight is not meant to be. It could be it took a, like, is that while, a worldwide is pandemic to cancel the fight yet again. That's yeah. That's I do find that I do find that crazy as well. I I do find that to be completely wild and crazy, and and just like how the the Disney and ESPN shut down UFC and told them that listen, I'm sorry that you're not going to be able to put on a show anymore. It's the same way that I am going to go ahead and end this show. We are at the end. <laughs> so, oh, oh my gosh, I appreciate you coming through. It is like twelve forty-two at night, and I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of people still on. The, like, like so. I'm a, so, so before we leave, right? I'm a, I'm a, like a lot of these people that you saw pop into the uh, pop into the uh, pop into the site. A lot of them have pod podcasts as well. So if you guys are ever interested, hop into the pod um, pod being live section, and you can constantly or like there's always just browse and like I put it on sometimes as, as background, and you, and you can just listen to the co- different conversations that that are, that are now going on in the pod being community, especially now that that a lot of people are stuck at home. Like this whole entire space has has been has has been has been very very has been very very busy so i just want to take a small a little small time not only i listen shy i appreciate you calling calling into the podcast and taking the time out to spend with us that is that is always appreciated if you can come back next week you know i mean we will be here again um let's see um gutierrez ace yeah sinister breed quad thank you all for, for popping into the podcast on the previous one earlier i don't have everybody's name so if i miss anybody please forgive me but Poe, I, I remember i saw Poe hopped in there um, 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 shoot. Yeah, damn. I'm forgetting everybody already. I think I see Yanni. I saw, I saw Lola. Um, um, yeah, but everybody that popped in, I really do appreciate you taking the um, time to, to pop into the podcast. Um, just, just remember, as I like to say, as I like to end the podcast, especially around this time, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. I appreciate you guys listening. I am out of here. Sorry, boys. All the stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Lay down. Lay down. Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Last call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where are we going for breakfast? want to go far. Rough night. Tired, baby. Tired. KJ? Oh, there you go, somebody. I was going to get the same guy to the people real quick. I think like he may have cut off already. Again, everybody that popped on, we always appreciate you stopping by. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one and only Donald Omar Taylor. You've also heard my co-host, um, the Quiet Storm KJ. And we had a special guest host, Shy Town, popped up in the building and blessed us. And and also, not forget my homeboy, Al, that also called in and also does a tax. So don't forget, if you need your taxes done, I'm holler at my boy, Big Al. Oh, man. Next week's show is going to be interesting. I'm going to put that question out there. And I hope you guys, I hope you guys come and play along. Not who is the best, but who is your favorite player 
from each NBA franchise. And also, since next week is going to be the draft, who is your favorite player from every NFL podcast? I wanted to give you some time to think about that. And let that sink into next week. I look forward to seeing you all. I'm out of here.